0: Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Here she is. Yes, Mimi Shoneman, your host from the Red Hot Real Estate Show and Licensed Realtor with Remax Results. Good morning, Mimi. Howdy. Hello, hello, hello. Um, I'm so glad that we get to see you now that it's like bright and sunny and I'm sure that you've been so incredibly busy out there because the market has not cooled down, has it?
1: No, it's pretty busy out there y'all. So when you see us like sweating and you know I should be doing aerobics or something I don't know but
0: do you really need to be doing aerobics when you're just walking 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 trying to get these houses for these people I wish I had a
1: pedometer on yesterday when I was climbing like 45 flights of stairs up and down up and down but
0: that's all right okay so we'll have to get you one we'll get you a smart watch that'll do it for there you, you go and so we always encourage people to make sure that they call in if you call in you can get a copy of our guides things to consider when buying a home and things to consider when selling a home and why I mean the kind of information that you include in these guides let's remind people of what's in there well you know so it, when
1: you're just thinking of buying or selling is let's just say that you sold you have done both once right. in your life but it's been 20 years right so today's market is so different than even five years ago and so some of the things that you want to think about is to start to to divorce yourself if you will of the house that you have right so um That's tough for people to do because you've got, you know, starting with all of your photos that you've got in your house, starting with when you got married, all the way through when you had your first puppy, Mm -hmm. to when you had your first child, to, you know, an anniversary, and you build a life in a house. Yes. And so you want to start thinking that that life needs to go into a a box, into a storage facility, and take it with you to your next place. Right. Um, Because... You know, as much as it does make a house feel homey, and there's a very big difference between a house and a home. Um, You want your place where you live now that you call a home to become a house. Right. So that
0: the buyers can come in and see themselves in your place. I understand that. I mean, it's very difficult when I'm sitting there. I've spent a lot of time going through all of those DIY magazines and trying to make my little boy's room look like... His my version of these these really cute room, but sometimes that might be too much, right? Because maybe they aren't planning on putting a little boy in that room, or so is it too decorated sometimes or too specific? Absolutely, it can be.
1: Okay, um, you know the thing that you want. So I wish that I could have a like a video camera on my back as I'm walking with with clients going through homes for the first time. Right. Um, of course that would be an invasion of privacy, but, <laughs> yeah, so we're not, gonna, know, do it, but not gonna do it. But let's imagine. But let's just imagine that you did. Yeah. I wish I had a dollar, too, for every time I heard somebody say, I don't like that color. I don't like that blah, blah, blah. Um, buyers are visual. Right. And we all are. Yes. You know, we're all opinionated. We think we're not. We think we're open-minded. You can be coached all day long to be open-minded when you walk into the space. Look at the floor plan. Don't look at the decorations. Right. Because the decorations will be gone. Doesn't matter if you don't like their couch. That couch will be gone. Yes. You're still getting that first impression when it hits your eyes and it's the it's the whole point of beautiful photography. yes, and you know, to mention, we always do first class beautiful professional photography for all of our clients. It makes a significant difference. It also, you know, as a realtor when I'm looking through these photos, especially online, when I see things on the MLS as I'm searching for people, I'm thinking, why would you hire somebody? That can't even do you the favor of putting up decent photos of of your house, photographing your house. Well, Mm -hmm. that's the first impression that people get. And you don't ever get a second chance. And that's where 99.9% of the people, they start their home search online. And if you don't have beautiful photography, then you, you know, you've lost something right off the bat. And that's just unfortunate in today's market. It's just very unfortunate because Buyers, they're going to look through, you know, and see things. And so when we're talking about removing uh, personal stuff, a lot of times you get pushback on that. Well, why is that important? Well, ask yourself this question. How many millions of people could possibly look at the interior of your house and see your five-year-old child holding their baby brother or sister?
0: Right. How many
1: people are going to look into your home and see hanging above your desk your doctor of whatever certificate. Personal information. That, with mm-hmm. your name and when you graduated from whatever institution that was. Right. Um, same thing, too. People leave bills out on the table, um, you know, all kinds of personal stuff. You know, people see stuff, and
0: y- you need to understand. That needs to not happen. So not only will it help you sell your home and get the most money for it, it's also a personal safety issue. Sometimes it's like you would make sure that you wouldn't want all of this private information just out there as your house is being sold. Absolutely. Um, So let's just talk about your house right now, the way it is.
1: Yes. And you just close your eyes and you scan your rooms What's hanging
0: on your wall, Ms. Shannon, that you um, think
1: might be somewhat
0: personal? I have, I am a photo taker, so I have lots of photos of me and my friends and my son. There's pictures everywhere. Um, and on top of that, there's, you know, I was thinking is that I love my little boy, but I have his name in letters on the wall in his room. And so I'm going, well, maybe I don't think they need that information. That's, that's exactly in there. the case.
1: Mm-hmm. You see that all the time, uh, children's names stenciled on the wall, right? And or in a, in a Pretty cute little painting yes. or something like that. And I always say that is really super cute. No question about it. But you do you really want uh, thousands of people seeing your child's name? Right. I don't. Want, I don't. Yeah, no. You know, and, <laughs> Attached to our address. I don't. Things so. are so open right now. I mean, everything is so public, especially with social media, that sometimes I think a lot of us don't even stop and remember what privacy actually felt like when right. you actually had it. Um, you know, you want to expose your house, that's for sure, but you want to do it in a safe and secure way. So that is something that I think is really, really important. Um, So the other thing I think was on the top of my mind that I wanted to kind of talk about this week is the issue with appraisals. Okay. So I I meet with a lot of people and they're like, the market is so smoking hot. I just want to go high. Let's just go high. And
0: I'm can all about Can we slow it. down? So you're saying people go, all right, I, regardless of what I think my house is worth, I want to go the most possible. Regardless of what you show me that okay. my house is worth, I want to go higher than that. Okay. I just want to test
1: it. All right. And I put that in quotations. Test it. Yes. And so I get, we got a lot of people wanting to do a lot of testing out there. And so while I can understand how you would feel about that, you also have to look at the comps. So what you're doing is you're trying to predict what's going to happen by looking at
0: what's happened in the past. So it's kind of a fuzzy math. If and we've you will. talked about comps. And so that means other houses within what radius that are then compared to your home that you're putting on the market. OK, so that's very specific. But okay. in an ideal world, if you're in a subdivision
1: where lots of homes are selling that look a lot like yours built in a similar time frame you would ideally want it to be within within 1 mile radius okay and within the last 6 months 90 days would be better okay okay um, however that's very specific you have a you know unique and unusual properties that are not going to fit into that model All right. Um, you know the more unique and uh, different and you know all sorts of different criteria the farther out you may have to go to get your your appraisal and your comparables to match up so that you can
0: understand what would be a good listing price and that's what uh, you as my realtor can assist me with is going alright I can look at these other things these are the ones that People would be comparing your home to here's here. We'll come up with the dollar amount. So, yes. So
1: okay. we're sitting down and I'm showing you what's sold in the last six months. Let's just say that we're lucky and then we're in an area that lots of properties are selling. So we've got things that we can compare it to. OK, so if you sit down with an appraiser, they're going to tell you you really should compare a two story with a two story. You really should compare a one and a half story with a one and a half story and so forth. Um, a lot of times you've got these, let's just think about a neighborhood that had building going on from the fifties all the way up to the mid seventies. So there's a lot of variety in it. So you've got a, you've got Rambler ranch style homes with a story and a half, and then you've got a two story stuck in there, and then you might have a four level split because people were getting groovy back in the seventies. Yeah. You know, so you try your best to get it all to match up as closely as possible. In an ideal world, you'd have six two stories that you could say sold to. In the last six months, they look just exactly like yours within a couple hundred feet. Right. Okay. But if you don't have that, what are you going to do? Are you going to go outside the one mile radius? Are you going to stay inside it? Are you going to compare a two story with a four level split? Okay. So then you have to make some decisions on what does the interior and everything about it. So fast forward to the point of the story is that if you don't have comps that support your listing price, your buyer might have problems with their appraisal. Okay. And so we can kind of talk a little bit more about that when we come back from the break. And if we
0: have any appraisers, or any listeners that have had any issues with appraisals, we'd love to hear your story. Yes, and the number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate. Thank you for joining us here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. I'm Miss Shannon, of course, in studio with my good friend from the Red uh from the Remax results team, our Red Hot Realtor herself, Mimi Shoneman is here. And Mimi, uh, we've been covering some things that I I think is always good because you help give people a realistic uh expectation when they are out there trying to figure out why can't I either find a particular home or why can't I sell my home for this pie in the sky dollar amount that I made up? And so you were talking about appraisals before right. we went to break.
1: I think it's it's important for both buyers and sellers to really think about appraisals before they go into the offering situation. Because, you know, if you're fortunate enough as a seller to have somebody offer you 100% cash, Then you don't have to worry about the appraisal. But if you are like most people and you're getting offers or uh, hopefully you're getting offers, um, you have to consider what the house might appraise for. Right. So you're taking what's happened in the past. Okay. so think about this. So we're going back for 90 days, 180 days in the past to predict what something is going to sell for in the next 60 days. Okay. So it's not a perfect science, right? You you just have to deal with what you have to deal with. And that's what our appraisers are also having to look at, is that same information to make a determination for the banks who hire them. Uh, will this
0: house, is it a good risk for the banks to agree to finance you? So if I'm looking at a particular house and I go, well, I'm willing to pay $275,000 for it, but... The appraiser comes back and says it's worth 265. Does it matter? How do I do a, that means I have to come up with that extra money? Is that where that comes in? Yes, it matters. Okay. And somebody's going to have to make up the difference
1: or then you'll have your financing contingency to get out of your agreement and this could have a whole chain of event problems okay so let's just say that you're you're excited you're miss miss seller you've sold your house and you've got a twenty thousand dollars over your asking price yes and you're saying so i'm m- thinking yay me and you're thinking i am so smart because i'm i'm just my house is all that it's the bomb and i did all the right things and So then you decide you're going to go put an offer on a house because now your house is going to sell in 30 days. Right. So you're, you're out shopping. We're, we're finding a house. We got you a next house and we put an offer on one and it gets accepted. Right. And so I think I'm golden. And so you're, you're thinking you're golden. Mm -hmm. And then the appraiser comes back and goes, there's just nothing that's sold for this much in, you know, your neighborhood that looks like your house. And so we're only going to say that it's worth $10,000 Ten thousand dollars over asking price. Okay. So you have a choice as a seller at that point and the buyer has a choice. There's ten thousand dollars that's gotta be made up somewhere. It's not gonna fall from the sky. So you as miss seller, because you you've got a lot of skin in the game right now, because you already made an offer on another house. Right. And then those people are kinda hanging on your success, right? Yes. So they've taken a contingent offer on the fact that your house might sell. Well, what will you do? Will you reduce the price that you're willing to accept down $10,000? Do you ask the buyer to come in? What if the buyer doesn't have it? Right. You have to think about those things. And so how bad do you want the next house? And then what's going to happen to your earnest money on the house that you put the offer in? Are you going to lose that earnest money? Because you're still stuck Because stuck because, with the old house. Because now. you got to figure all that stuff out. And so that's why when you're thinking about how to price your house, Yes, maybe you can get a higher offer, but will it appraise
0: and that's why it matters. Gotcha. And is this something that, you know, you get uh from potential home buyers across the board or is this something that normally like a first-time home buyer would make more of this this, this kind I mean cuz you wouldn't normally have that I'm selling a house, but Thinking that a house is going to appraise a certain way or not knowing how the appraisal process works, is that how it works? I would think that it's even harder on buyers right now with the appraisal
1: because, um, you know, you're making an offer and you're competing with so many people. And so you would just want to win. Yes.
0: You're like, so you're picking a high number because you think you can get it.
1: Yeah. Okay. And and you're saying, no, I, I, I know that you're, you can, you're qualified to go over, um, obviously, or we wouldn't be looking in that price point. Right. But what happens if this house doesn't appraise and what happens if the seller says no they're not going to make the difference up and you've got a twenty thousand dollar difference where are you going to pull that from? Right. Are you going to walk away from the deal and lose your earnest money? Are you going to try and pull money from your 401k? Are you going to try to, you know, call aunt, rich aunt Betty and mm-hmm. say, please help me out here. You know, there's a whole lot of moving pieces. And so when we are working with, with buyers, especially, we're showing them what's sold in that area so that we can pick comps so that we can help them not have that jeopardy okay. of an appraisal coming back poor. And it makes a big difference. And so, you know, it's, it's frustrating because I, I, if you haven't been in the trenches and you haven't experienced it to have your realtor say, you know, I understand what you're, what you want to do and what you want to accomplish, but I don't think in the long run, it's going to be smart for you. Right. And so, you know, then you're, you're going back to the seller saying, you know, to the seller's agent and say, well, would your client accept less money if it doesn't appraise? Well, then that's showing your hand as well. Yes. So pay particular attention to what the comps are over the last six months and make an educated guess or an educated decision on what you believe is a solid, solid listing price. You know, I've got clients right now that I'm going to be meeting with this week. And it's that exact same situation. I believe the house is worth this. They want to go a little higher because they believe that in the general area that the house could could get more money. And while I also do agree with them, That in the general area, and you can look at a whole city. Right. And then maybe find a couple more comps, but it's not exactly pure. Okay. See what I mean? Yes. And so, do you want, I guess it's like your risk tolerance. Who are you? Are you one of those people that are, yeah, I'm going to go for it? Or yeah. are you more conservative and you don't want to have to deal with that possibility? You'd so. rather get a a, a more be a, a more likely to get a for sure response. Exactly. Okay. So it's just really on, you know, your personality and your style. But, you know, also too your realtor, when they're coming in and, and you're not listing for a realistic price, how much money are they going to spend marketing something that doesn't sell, doesn't sell, doesn't sell? You right. Know? And so why you don't care how much money they're spending. A realtor that understands the market is going to say, you know, thank you. I would love to list your house, but I just can't. Right. And so that's a a pretty big indicator that the pricing is
0: not not good. Because one of the things like whenever I go to your website, there's all these different resources. And so I know that we're going, Okay, you don't know where to start. Sometimes you don't understand the process. And or maybe I think that I have kind of uh, a flaky scenario. But your website has all these different things that are listed there where people can get the resources that they need to kind of navigate. Navigate this process more smoothly.
1: We do have a lot of really good resources posted on our website mnredhotrealestate.com but we also are posting lots of great information on the my talk show page here at 1071. And so we definitely encourage people right now. We've got a link on there for a place where you can go and shop for homes, a mm-hmm. or, or true IDX, just like you're finding online anywhere. You can shop for homes. You can contact us through those links. We also have the free guides posted on there. If you're driving, you're like, I'd like a free guide, but I don't have time to call. Right, And I'm not going to write anything down. It's posted <laughs> right there on the show page for you to, to pick up. And we have information on uh, divorce, we have a free over-the-net home evaluation. Where you can get a quick evaluation of what we think your house might sell for. Without diving into all the nuts and bolts, you can just get a little bit of information. So all of that is posted. And we also have a really cool house that we're going to talk about in the next segment. And be sure and go on and check out this beautiful home we're going
0: to talk about. All right. And if you have any questions, you could always contact us here at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Thank you for joining us here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. I'm Miss Shannon. Also in the studio, Mimi Shoneman, our host and our licensed realtor from RE/MAX Results. Mimi, I hope you're ready because let's talk about your featured house. All right, Mimi, what do you got? Oh, my gosh. Okay. (laughs) Was that fantastic? I I love it. I
1: kind of wish I had, like, some white vinyl boots on right now. (laughs) And maybe something a little more colorful. And I don't know, you know, daisies. (laughs) You need some. Yeah.
0: Some little go-go boots would be great. So
1: today, we're going to talk about a beautiful... Home that is not even a home. It's a mansion. Let's just call it what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's at 10230 28th Avenue North in Plymouth. Yes. Okay. So we're going to talk about
0: this home a lot because okay. I love Well, and this it's place. a huge house. There's a lot to cover.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, just you're looking at the pictures, yes. right? All right. So go with me, if you will. So you're talking about the Tada, tada moments. Right. So when you first walk into this beautiful, amazing place, The first thing that happens to you is that you're greeted with the most gorgeous Brazilian cherry hardwood floors that you've ever seen. Oh my goodness, yes. And they continue for miles and miles and miles. (laughs) And you've got just so much architectural interest in here. You couldn't build this house today for twice, three times as much money as wow. what this property is going to sell for. I just
0: enjoy looking at your listing, Mimi, where it says things like, here's the view from the butler's room showing the two kitchen islands, like things like that. <laughs> the fact that you get to write those kind of things about this house is absolutely amazing. Listen, I could write a, I could write a novel about, maybe <laughs> that's what I'll do, So I'll write a novel.
1: But, you know, you talk about a home that has everything. So yes. let's just talk about some of the amazing features. So we've got an elevator on all three floors and the garage okay my goodness so just look at me here how much stuff can you think about hauling around all right so you're having a party correct and you got your beverage trays and all the stuff and you're in and you're out and you're in and you're out okay so that's mm-hmm. that yes let's just say that you break your leg skiing and you're on you're on crutches But you don't want to go up
0: and down the stairs. Let's just say that I threw that great party, and one of my friends had too many mimosas, and I need to get them upstairs to a bedroom. I can put them in the (laughs) the elevator. But are you going to be able to get them out of the elevator once (laughs) you get get them? I'll get a chair. I'll get a chair. So you get the point. Yes. So it's Mm -hmm. got
1: that um, that amazing feature. But as you walk in through the foyer, seriously, it's got the most gorgeous banister. If if I mean, if you're talking about detail, it's got the detail. It's got the wrought iron and the curved cherry wood going up the stairs. And as you get to the top of the stairs, you're greeted with a balcony that's looking out over the estate and it's got Three ensuite bedrooms and another bedroom up there with a bath. Every single bedroom has its own bathroom, practically, except wow. for one. And this is
0: one of those beautiful, like when you're watching about the people that live in like this uh, soap a, opera mansions. It's that beautiful. This is not California. This is here. This is yes. Plymouth. And so think about
1: the options of what you could have in all of those bedrooms. So let's just say that you've got uh say that you have a lot of family and a lot of different members coming from all over the world. You've got plenty of places for them to stay. Or let's just say that you have friends. Yes. And you guys have always wanted to live together. Right?
0: This could be our your golden girls moment. You could do
1: a golden girls yes. where you all have your suite, but you share the living room, the dining room, and the kitchen. And, okay, so sit down or don't. (laughs) (laughs) So, not only that, but think about this winter that we just had. It was wretched. Yes. Okay, but not in this house, because they're in there doing the backstroke in their own in-ground pool. Wow. Okay, -hmm. Okay. so you're having your your pool parties year-round. When we were doing 20 inches of snow, what are they doing? They're doing laps, and they're laughing (laughs) with their mimosas on the side of the pool. Okay, so that's that part. Yes. You know, and then you've got so many areas. You've got a basement that's got another kitchen and you've got another suite down there and talk about snow you've got a movie theater room yes okay so you don't even have to
0: go nowhere to watch them the big screen right you got a whole room to do it in and this time of year we are enjoying the fact that we do want to be outside and i see that it also has this beautiful there's what three balconies on the upper level there's three beautiful the view is amazing and they have a ballroom okay with
1: a gorgeous grand piano and a place where you could dance—if just think about it—if you were totally into ballroom dancing, you've got that hardwood floor, a fireplace, a grand piano, and all the windows looking out. You could have a party like no other party. Um, it seriously has so many uses. And if that wasn't enough, you've—this is a registered business, okay? And so this is licensed home health care, and that license can possibly be transferred to the next owner. And so if you think about all the all the applications that could be possible for a home like this. So as the population is aging, yes. and we've already talking about golden girls and in a case that's an old reference for people like that, <laughs> that's a bunch of girl a bunch of women who right. are all in retirement age that have lived in a house together in Florida. Well, you could totally do this. Let's just say for instance that, uh, you know, you, let's just say you and I, Machine, and yes. you know, two or three of our friends, we say, yeah, we wanna live together, but I want my bedroom to be yours. Yes. Um, I want my own bathroom. I don't want a roommate, per se. You know, I want a housemate. We yes. want a roommate mm-hmm. and a housemate. And yes. so you've got all of these amenities, yet it's in Plymouth. It's close to the cities, it's close to everything. And it's so private. It's tucked back uh, in a bunch of beautiful evergreen trees where you, you know, you, and you're so close to Medicine Lake literally you step out of your driveway and, and boom you're there in like two minutes um and so many things that that people love about this possibility but the business too right think about that application say you, you've always wanted to start a small business, mm-hmm. but you don't really you know have the the reserves maybe. Maybe this is the place where you can do it, where you right. can live in the house and also ha- uh, take care of people yes. when they're sick or, or when they're getting, you know, when they have infirmities, whatever. So there's so many applications for this particular property. So we've placed the link on our show page and we encourage all of you to go take a look at this beautiful home and share it with your social media friends and
0: call us to see it because it is truly a a one-of-a-kind. The other thing that I think is wonderful about this link is, yes, we were talking on mini-mansion scale, but what we were talking about before we went to break is how you can make your home look like a house that can be on the market. And if this house can do it, I mean, it's still, I can look at it and go, yes, that's beautiful, but it's also styled in a way that I can go, but my stuff would go this way. It doesn't take a lot of imagination to see how you could change it or update it or have it look different. It's still... It's neutrally classic. staged
1: and classic. It's the classic styling. It's uh, very very amazingly built. Uh, quality is superb. And you know it's priced unbelievable for this area, so you, we do definitely encourage you. And our seller said that if you will buy today, that she
0: will throw herself in with. Oh, offer. perfect. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I've got, I'm, I'm gonna get my girlfriends together right now. I actually have some people that this would be perfect. Well, for Well, seriously, yes. I mean, you could have a mansion with four or five people
1: for the price of a condo. Yes, right. That's a good idea. I say do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that is our featured house of the week yes and we love it All so right. if you're thinking about selling we would love to talk with you as well and uh, give you our opinion of what we think that your house can sell for it's absolutely complimentary no pressure no obligation just reach out to us
0: 651-578-2218 and I think that that's always a good place to start as we talk about this every week we tell people you know what you can sell your house maybe you're sitting and going oh I don't have time to figure this out or I don't know where I'm gonna go next and that's why you talk to a licensed realtor and someone that is very under you know really does understand this market and do it all for you versus going I don't have time to figure it out well you don't have to no You don't have to do this alone, and it can be
1: pretty scary. Um, We meet with people all the time that have different scenarios. And, you know, we have a a mortgage person that likes to talk about puzzles. Yes. (laughs) But the real real estate market can be puzzling, too, because not everything is flying off the shelf like a hot cake. You know, if you are in an upper bracket property, you know, sometimes there is more skill and uh, marketing savvy that's needed to figure out who is the perfect buyer for this house and how do we expose them to just the right, just the right place where we can find and let people know how beautiful a home can
0: be right and, and i i mean there's so many things where you go there is part of the scenario where you can work into this and it is sometimes just going we have to lay all of the information out and figure out how to get this done well let's think about it okay so i met with a, a woman i uh, hope she's listening she's a
1: listener of ours and she's got a you know they've got several properties and you know what do you do first do, right do you do you sell one And live in the other and then wait and find something that you what you ultimately want. So you're sitting with folks and you're learning about their story, about what's going on, what's important in their life. Right. And making making out a plan for what would be in their best interest and how to do it where they can get the most money. You have to understand, you know, if you haven't sold or bought in a long time, this is a really aggressive market. Yes. You know, and so you've got your hierarchy, you know, your low. When I say low, I don't even mean low anymore. 300 or lower. It's a it's a fight. Yes. Out there to find really good properties. And you know, we're doing everything we can to find properties for our clients. And so maybe we have a buyer for your property already. Uh, Chances are we probably do. So, if you want to call us, we can see if we have a buyer in our matching system that would match with your property. Maybe you won't have to go through all of the staging and the photography and, and that sort of thing. Maybe we can put a deal
0: together for you without you having to do anything. And we just talked about someone who has some existing properties, but we also want to give some information to some potential first time home buyers out there as well when we get back, right?
1: Absolutely. We're going to talk about some things that uh, home buyers really need to think about and mistakes that
0: they can avoid. All right. We'll have that information when we return here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Thank you for joining us here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. I'm Miss Shannon, Mimi Shoneman from Remax Results is also in the building. And Mimi, you got me really excited that last break. Talking about that heist. Talking about that featured house this week got me really excited. Tell me why you're so excited about it. Well, I mean, just because, you know, it's one of those things, and I appreciate it when you do this every week, is that instead of talking about the I just can't, you talk about the here's how you could. Um, And it's a matter of a lot of times going, No, you think that you're in a particular situation in your life right now, but you're going, no, we can sit down with people. You have your mortgage professionals. You have all of these resources to help people get to what their end goal is versus going, I have to stay where I am. There's always options
1: and I am not a no kind of girl. If you if somebody tells me no, I'm going to figure out how I get around you. Right. Um I don't like to be stopped and I don't want I'm I don't want to be that kind of realtor where people tell me what they want and I'm like, "Oh, but you can't. Let's think about how Can you? Right. Because if I'm not smart enough to figure it out, I know to go ask somebody else.
0: Right. And it's a very realistic goal. Lots of times where you can go, okay, well, this, you won't know you can't do it on Tuesday, maybe, but if you do this, Here's how we can get you there. Well, let's think about why you were so excited about that house. Let's talk about that. Oh, my personal experience. Yeah. Well, I had been talking with a girlfriend, and I and and uh, you know, as a lot of the my talkers know, I have a son who happens to be autistic. And uh, my friend and I were talking about a place where we could do private swim lessons for other kids with intellectual disabilities, but also a place where we could do group fitness classes for kids that are on that maybe have some sort of challenge. And you said there's a in there's a, a private in uh, inside pool, and that there's also a ballroom where I could do our fitness classes, and we could have this really charming location where we could do all of these things that we said we'd like would want to build a facility to do. Right? Maybe we don't have to build a facility. Maybe this is what we do, and we could have therapy classes and things at this place, and we'd be right here in Plymouth, and the families could take you know Absolutely. could take advantage of it. So yeah. I was like, wait a minute, I didn't know that that kind of thing exists. I exactly. presumed I needed to get an industrial space. And you're talking how about much better to be like close to the lake yes, and have this
1: beautiful mansion where you could just, you know, you could live there and work there. right? So many opportunities and possibilities. You know, I was talking with you about the possibility of having a spa company that goes in there and does high-end spa treatments. Can you imagine having a massage and then walking out and sitting in the ballroom to just kind of chill with some tea? Yes, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll buy it. (laughs)
0: We have a bidding war now that we're gonna have over this house. But just talking about the possibilities regardless of where you are in your journey of trying to find the right home for you. This thing is built like a stockade barrel too. (laughs) Fort
1: Knox quality. Um, This is perfect. So and and you know, it's just it's just one of
0: those things where it's gonna be the per- It can be perfect for you. Let's talk about how. Right, right. And so we also wanted to give some information out there about, you know, if you aren't on the path that gets you to this house right now, there's still other options that are out there for you. Obviously, I'm not saying we only do these kind of houses. And we handle the journey from beginning to end. I'm completely serious about the whole concept of. A communal living. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: where you take five or six friends because it's got six bedrooms. Right. And nine bathrooms, two kitchens, so it's not like you're gonna be on top of each other and right. you, we all know how people live, they're in and out of their house all the time, not at the same time. You you can't think about this inviting all of your friends over to your mansion to <laughs> right. you know have a coffee or what have you. You know, and you've got your own suite and imagine the parties you could you, you, you know we know what two fifty buys. you had five or six people, you're done, right? You know, and you can't get anything that's going to look like this, right? So, business opportunity or phenomenal show off. You know
0: your your high end stuff, right? Yeah, it's good stuff. All right, well, let's throttle back and bring back to like what most people, most of our my talkers reality are. So, we have some information for them this week as well. Well, <laughs> what I do want to let
1: everybody know is that if you're thinking about buying or selling. Um, We definitely want to get you started on the right path. We have consultations with folks that talk about what they need to be thinking about. We also help connect you with a mortgage professional because that is step one, or it should be. Right. Okay, so if you're out there looking for a property and you have not gotten pre-qualified, first of all, shame on whoever it is that's showing you those homes. Right. Okay, so think about the poor sellers and how they're cleaning their house. They're getting it, you know, they're taking their... Cats and the cat they're litter They're boarding box, the cats and, and they're, they're putting them in their van, their minivan, and they're going
0: down the street for an hour while you come look at it. Or and, taking the kids over to grandma's and, and yeah, figuring out a way to and, make it look showable.
1: And you haven't even done what you needed to do to get to, to say that yeah, I go I qualify for this house. So that's the first thing. You know, I I think if you always look at it from the other person's perspective. If you're thinking about it about yourself and you're thinking, well, it doesn't matter. I know I qualify. I went on to ABC, blah, blah, blah. Right. Site and they said I qualify for a million. Yes. You know, first of all, I don't trust that. Yeah. You know, those people don't. Those online sites, they don't have eyeballs. They don't have a place where I can call and verify that you're good. Right. So you should work with somebody
0: you can step into their office and see them right okay that's my opinion and, and all of your partners they can do that pre-approval process they actually sit there and work with their underwriters to make sure that you for sure are ready to go when you're uh, getting prepared to make that offer and
1: you've you've done that process it's yes. not too, pa- too painful no it's
0: not at all it was very pleasant you know I sat there I'm like here's all of my stuff and then they go wait you think that's all of it I need these two other things I went oh fair enough okay. I'll go find those two things yep. and it was totally it, but at least I knew that those two things were something that I should... In, have involved in the process, which if you go to ABC site, like you said, it doesn't tell you if you missed something. Okay, so so just tell everybody what did you have to provide. Uh, so I brought in my check stubs, but since I am a very complicated uh, uh, person but, and I'm mostly ten ninety nine, I don't have like just a couple of W twos out there. I had to bring in some tax returns and some information that way to back up things. Right. And I and 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 one of the answers was like, well, maybe we should wait until you finish your next year's taxes. Just and to that make was last sure year. Yes, exactly. So now that I have that, I provided that as well mm-hmm. okay so that's not too painful and no. t- everybody knows where their taxes are now because they just yes. finished them right. or at least you should if you didn't okay <laughs> that's another show you know if you can get that off of your, ta- your, your table and get this done because it'll help you actually get something that you might want which is be prepared to buy a house exactly so
1: the next thing after we do that is we talk about where you are going to get your money right oh i need money to buy a house you do um, and le- you know, unless you're fortunate and you have a rich person that can donate some money to you for your down payment or right. your closing costs, um. However, with that said, you need to be prepared. Uh, so the lowest down payment program is three percent. Right. Okay. With that, so that's three
0: percent of the sales price. So, if and that's, that's where we're talking about if you do a conventional loan, so you'll get the best the best likelihood of having somebody accept your offer.
1: Yes. Okay. So we're somewhere for the lowest is between 3% and 35 for FHA. Okay. That's the government program that we always talk about. So you're going to need that, and you're going to need approximately 3% of the sales price to pay for your closing costs. And okay. And so, you know, that's title work. That's all of the appraisal. That's all of that stuff that happens to make sure that the loan can go through. Right. So you're looking at 6%. So okay. So, if you don't have 6% right now, currently today, let's talk about where can you get it? Mm-hmm. So seriously, you can get a gift from a family member. And they say that, you know, a gift is a gift. You don't have to repay it. But we don't know what happens, you know. After you get the house. Yes. <laughs> and I, I don't know what happens and I'm not involved in that. But right. You can also use your 401k and borrow it from yourself and then pay yourself back with interest. Right. Okay. So let's just say that you have a boat or you have a second car. Let's, Maybe you can sell those things and raise the money. And believe it or not, if you stop with Starbucks or <laughs> Caribou, sorry guys, um, you know, or at least slow
0: down on them. I'll right. You know, go there are some them. other ways that you might be able to find, you know, it, mm-hmm. it, it might be kind of like cobbling together how this works, but it's in your best interest to do it for that long, do you, it in the long run. You'd be surprised. I mean, there's a lot of luxuries that a lot of us of us do um, getting our
1: eyebrows done, um, going and getting our hair colored and, right. and, and done and getting our nails done. Yeah all that stuff adds up pretty fast and you'd be surprised uh, in a few months you know where you where it could add up to be right so talking about closing costs you know what I'm seeing out in the field right now is that sellers are really not terribly supportive of that whole concept anymore okay um, and what the ones that are will allow you to add that to the purchase price but then when you do that you also have to be very aware of of is that going to throw the throw that appraisal in jeopardy? Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. So if you're a $200,000 house and you need $6,000, you know, $206,000, mm-hmm. right? And so is that going to mess things up? Because you may not be able to finance that much higher. If the house is in jeopardy of appraising. And so okay. it's typically a little bit higher price point than that. But that is something that you definitely want to, t- to pay attention to Okay, is where the money is going to come from. Um, also, there's first-time buyer programs if you income qualify for that. And that's, again, where you're going to want to sit down with one of our mortgage experts. If you don't have a mortgage person, we encourage you to reach out to us and we can connect you with one of our mortgage pros and they can help walk you through um, exactly what you need to know. Okay. And so the other thing you want to be really careful about, and I mean this sincerely, is that... You don't want to use all of your savings. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because things can happen as a homeowner that you don't have to think about if you're a renter. Right. You
0: know, if so, something breaks and I need a whole new group of appliances right. or the roof might right away, cause I won't be able to get a different loan right away to do those kind of things. Right.
1: Exactly. Okay. You want to have some sort of reserves. That's really, you know, I see a lot of people that they just go all in and, and they're big risk takers and, you know, Bravo for the courage. But to be really smart, you're going to want to make sure that you've got at least some resource to pay for the water heater when it goes out or if the furnace goes out in the winter. Those are things that you can't not do. Right. So, you know, if you've got good credit and you've got access to credit where you could put something like that on that, then that's one thing. But, you know, be really thoughtful and mindful about, you know, that sort of thing. Or maybe you do have someone that you could borrow the funds from. But you know, owning a house is wonderful, right? And there's no question about it. Um, And it's going to appreciate, you know, and build equity for you. Yes. And so it's it's one of the best ways to build wealth that there is. And you know, a lot of people I think are coming out of the woodworks that had you know the crisis back Mm in in when the the whole recession happened and so many short sales and. Foreclosures and bankruptcies, and now they're able to purchase again because enough time has passed. Um, It's a wonderful, wonderful thing, and we definitely love working with the MyTalk community and helping you. uh, You know, whether it's buying or selling, and connecting you with whatever resources that you need. But uh, we definitely, you know, encourage you to be smart about that. Right. Um, Also, I think for the last thing I'd like to to suggest is that pay attention to what the home's drawbacks really are. Okay, You know, things that you can't change, um, like the design of the home. I see a lot of folks going into homes and, you know, they're
0: used to the open floor plan, but it doesn't have it. Can that be changed easily enough? Probably not. All right, we're going to give you some more tips, of course, next week when we get here again on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. And again, what's your website? MNRedHotRealEstate.com. And find us at MyTalk1071.com, keyword Red Hot.